0: Welcome back to What Would It Cost? Today we're talking all things real estate with a very special guest. We'd like to introduce to you our realtor guest, Danielle Levy.
1: Hi everyone, my name is Danielle. <laughs> okay, what am I supposed to say?
0: <laughs> you bought a shed in Windsor? You made money in the housing market last year? No way. Anything you shot on, you would have made up. What would it cost? That's the million dollar question. Hey, you're looking at North Bay now is at a million dollars. <laughs> I don't even think they hand you the keys anymore. What is it going to cost? How much? Hi, my name
2: is Nicholas Regina.
0: My name is Michael Sakuro. And you're listening to What What Would It It Cost? cost. (laughs) (laughs) Is that good? Welcome back to What Would It Cost? My name is Michael Sakuro, and I'm the president and founder of Spark Financial Group.
2: My name is Nicholas Regina, and I'm the CEO and founder of Spark Financial Group. Today, we're talking everything real estate with our realtor expert,
1: Danielle Levy. I'm so excited to be here guys yeah
0: yeah thank you for coming out of we're excited to talk all things real estate with you because for us like we always say Realtors are the backbone of our industry so uh, it's exciting to pick your brain see how the market's been looking to you past two years where it's going and uh, yes yeah, so tell us a bit about yourself
1: so my name is Danielle I work with Southern Group Admiral um, I've been in the industry I guess in total 10 years um, I've been licensed for a couple years um, I've been doing really well thank God yeah and um i'm 25 years old
2: it's very interesting to see someone as young as you and for you to have as much real estate experience as you do and you were telling us a bit about you being in the industry prior to you practicing and getting licensed working for someone so tell us a little bit about what that journey's been like in the last 10 years and how you've made your way up to What you're doing now
1: so people are actually really shocked when i tell them my age and they're like oh like you have all this experience in assignment sales pre-construction commercial and it's hard for them to believe but like I started at a very young age. Mm-hmm. Usually people get their real estate license, they start working for a team, they're getting trained. I was already like trained before I got my license. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, working with developers, property managers, like working for, you know, million dollar agents that, yeah. you know, sell a lot of real estate. My broker of record, he was actually a really big mentor to me. He taught me a lot about the industry and like the commercial aspect of things as well, so like the more complex deals. And I'm thankful for all of that.
2: And is it something that when you started uh, at 15 and a half years old, that you you seen yourself down the road um, just kind of going real deep down the rabbit hole and staying in the industry. Or was it something you were doing part time to make some money on the side while you were still going to school? Like, how did you, like, did the you side. have that? Yeah. Painted that picture painted already and on, on it. Like, yeah. so
1: I was always going to be a lawyer. That was my okay. number one dream. Okay. And then in my head, I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to be a corporate real estate lawyer. That's right. going to be my, yep. my life choice. And then I saw all these people that had no idea what was going on in the market making all this crazy money. Mm -hmm. I could do this and I love real estate. So I got into it and, you know, the first four months of being into it, I was like a rock star. I'm like, wow, I got this. And in the process, I was still finishing school. So, you know, I got my BA and then I was applying to law school and the Department of Philosophy was like, you know what? Like you have this opportunity to go to Osgood, And I was really debating and I'm like, am I really going to give up on real estate to be like a full-time student right now. So I just decided to stick with real estate and it was just like a match made in heaven, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So what would you say one aspect of it, do you specialize in? Like, are you more on the pre-construction sellers? You're helping buyers. What's your your niche, if you want to call it that?
1: So, I've been working with a lot of sellers right now. I've had a lot of listings in the last few months, but I also had a lot of buyers. But a lot of my buyers have been experiencing buyers fatigue because mm. you know what's been going on in the market. It's been right. insane yeah. in the yeah. last few months. The prices in December 2021 do not even compare to January 2022. It was like this huge jump. You know, my buyers took a break. And as you know, things have been changing. A lot of people have removed offer dates and uh, they're relisting for prices that they actually want. And I think that has to do with the interest rates going up. I'm sure you guys have been seeing that like, kind of slow down a little bit more inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a lot of pre-construction. I started yeah. more with pre-construction in 2021. I was just selling projects. Yeah. It was very easy for me. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, you have to explain to your clients the breakdowns. You have to present them with... You know proper deposit structures you want to right. give them good projects that they're going to make money in and then you know then they come back to me and they assign the sale so I do a lot of assignments as well um, I've been doing a lot of pre-construction I guess in residential
2: I love the terminology yeah, yeah. <laughs> buyers fatigue <laughs> these are really pissed off give instead of just saying <laughs> That's you always keeping it professional, though, right? So That's really, what I'm yeah, yeah. Buyer's fatigue. I yeah. like that. We're going to use that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah. so, yeah, so you're saying about, like, more inventory coming out there. Mm-hmm. Um So you think with this rate increase, it's going to slow them down a bit? Or do you think it's just going to get people that want to get into the market faster? Because, like, they know the inevitable is happening. It was almost like I found it was almost like they're like, okay, let's wait for Bank of Canada to raise this rate. Is, are they or won't they? And now they raise it and everybody's jump back in. Yeah, they're panicking. Mm -hmm. So you have the ones that are like, okay, you know what, I'll wait till next year price are gonna drop. I'll wait till next year price is gonna drop. And I had a call even the other day with a client, he said, Do you think I should still keep renting? And I said, Look, I said not even on the professional (laughs) opinion side about, you know, I want you to get your mortgage, I said, No, I would stop because they're just gonna keep raising these rates. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just think that it's still gonna increase. Like what are your thoughts on that?
1: So you know what I noticed when people start talking about the rates, you know, increasing sellers start panicking and that's when I start seeing more inventory I'm like okay it's starting to pick up a little bit and then sellers start realizing that they can't get crazy over market prices as they were a month back right and now that you know interest rates did go up I am starting to see that it is changing I'm hoping to see more inventory because I have a lot of buyers at hand right now that are ready to you know start their property search again yeah okay so I mean That works for me. I'm also a seller agent. I have like three listings right now. Nice. Um, But I'm very straight up with my clients. I'm like, don't expect to get 400,000 over asking. I'm not the type of agent that's gonna list something way under market value. I'm not that type of person. So I think that, you know, every listing agent right now thinks that they're like the best realtor. Like they're selling everything over asking. But I think that buyer agents should really get that credit. Like that you're securing like a property for your client for actual market value. Right. Like mm-hmm. you're the pro, not the listing agent. That's you know right. taking photos on their iPhone and then selling on MLS after right, two days. Right, right yeah.
2: right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: I'm hoping to really see a change because of the interest rates. Yeah. I really, I really hope so because I I feel really bad for a lot of first time home buyers and just regular buyers. Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah, and good on you in, in such a tough market with such low inventory to have mm-hmm. three listings, right? But yeah. to walk us through that, what would it cost in, in essentially in regards to what that listing price is actually up on the MLS for and then what someone is paying for in today's hot market and, and, and your, your view on it and just kind of take us through that, right?
1: I can give you an example of something that I just listed a few days ago. Yeah, perfect. So obviously I've noticed that the market has changed. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing that there's no offer dates. So, you know, I simply just say, you know, we're accepting offers at any time. Yeah. And what I do in a market like this, when it shifts, I actually list for higher than what my client wants. Okay. Because then it gives bu- like the buyers like that room to, ne- to negotiate, negotiate with us right. for the price that my client actually wants. And it works every time. Oh, wow. So Interesting. if I listed something for seven seventy five, but my yeah. client's looking to get, you know, between seven forty to seven fifty, he's going to get that price. Yeah. Because yeah. It, to the buyer, it looks like, oh, okay, like I got a deal. Like, no, right. you didn't. Right. This is market value. And right. you guys both win right. in a situation. Right. So, right. so that's a right, good tactic. Right, right. Yeah. That's how yeah. I actually like would list in yeah. a situation like this. And that's exactly what I just did. Interesting. Um yeah. and that's a, that's
2: refreshing. Yeah. Because a lot of what you're seeing now on the social platforms is mm-hmm. like sold for nine hundred K over asking. It's like nuts. but dude, you can't list a property Toronto for five nine nine and then yeah. boast about how you got a million bucks over asking. Exactly. Like we all understand what the market's demanding right now. So that, that's a very interesting take and, and I, I feel, you know, refreshing to hear because it's it's honest and it's transparent, and it's like, you know, realistic. Right? I'm
1: so, so sick of like the yeah. sold over asking signs. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I sold this for 450,000 more. Yeah, like, no, yeah. you didn't. Yeah, you yeah. listed it for 450,000 under market value. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Congratulations. Right, right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I think for, for the industry to, to see that and understand it mm-hmm. and, 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 Respect it is hard. To respect it is, is really tough. It's yeah. really hard, right? Yeah. I, get, I get for the the people that aren't in the industry and are, you know, uh, on the outside and seeing that, whoa, you know, it, it provides that wow factor, that shock value to make them feel like, oh, that's, that's the man and that's yeah. the woman I got to go with. But yeah. for the industry, there's just a certain cheese factor about it that... <laughs> yeah you know we're we're kind of chuckling about on an ongoing basis I feel together collectively it's an industry right it's
1: my my dad's like one of those people he just saw like a house on our street sell for 1.4 million yeah he's like wow that guy really knows how to do his job I'm like dad are you for real (laughs) like I tell you stories every day like you're not getting it yeah Yeah. Yeah.
0: right
2: right,
1: yeah I I know all the tricks in the book yeah because I worked in the back end of things right And like I've worked for realtors that play mind games with you know buyers and sellers so I know everything and me I just take the honest approach to things, right, which right. is why I started my whole TikTok channel. I just, I'm just i very straight up and I was getting a lot of phone calls from people saying, I want to work with you instead of my realtor because you're just so brutally honest. Yeah, right. yeah And right. I think that's just the way to go in this it's, industry. That's
0: what you need. That's what yeah, people want. Yeah, they don't want you sure. to try to beat around the bush or exactly. fluff them up. It's just get to the point. This is yeah. what it is, what it can take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With and everything, then, everything all across yeah, the board, that yeah,
2: authenticity, absolutely. that being original and just going to the beat of your own drum, it's respected.
1: Especially in a sales job. Yeah.
2: And yeah,
1: like you guys sure. too. I mean, yeah. you have to be completely honest with people. Like, sorry, you can't afford this. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it is what it is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. For
1: sure. Yeah. No, so absolutely. I'm sure you guys understand.
2: Yeah. No, 100%.
0: And then, and then for the, you know, the burning question of what would it cost? So what's it looking like now for uh, fees on both ends? So the, the buyer's realtor and the seller's realtor. What's that looking like? Is there like a fluctuation or, well, just on the overall, like, uh, I want to go buy a house and I know the seller has to pay, front that bill out of the, the sale of their property. What's it looking like on both sides? What am I paying one realtor and what's the other realtor?
1: So the standard is 5%. Okay. Like if you're looking at commercial deals, like for example, I sold a business two years ago, um, it was 6%. It was like three, three, because it was cheaper. I think it was around like $300,000 he was selling the business, not the actual property. Um, the standard is 5%. A lot of realtors will not take less than that because they put in a lot of work, which I completely understand. You yeah. know, sometimes I do give kickbacks. I give 1% or whatever the case may be. It's, it's honestly different for every single deal, right. but I've been seeing a lot of 5%, like the full 2.5. Okay. Like if you are listing a property, you might do it for 1.5 too, but you always have to offer 2.5 to the buyer agent Right. because it motivates them. Yeah. Like they are the ones bringing the buyers, right. and right. I explain that a lot to my um, my uh, sellers as well. Yeah. So I mean, it's hard to to cut commission because you're also paying fees to your brokerage. Yeah. Right. And you're paying for staging, and you're paying for photography, yeah. and yeah. the videos, and the marketing. Yeah. I'm like. I have a really big following on my social media. So yeah. I that's what I use for marketing a lot of the time. Right, Everyone's right. on their phones. Like the flyers aren't going to do anything. Right. Yeah. You guys know that. Yeah. Yeah. People are on their phones all day. It's the only thing that's really going to push things out there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's expensive. It,
2: and it, it's interesting to understand that overhead because people look at that commission and they look at these these you know high sale prices and they're saying well they're already doing their math for you like oh they're making 35 grand they're making 40 whatever that number may be yeah. right but what they don't understand is is behind closed doors all that effort that goes into pumping the time into your social media all the effort that goes into coordinating with your staging company mm-hmm. and all those other costs that you associate with with putting that sale together so to take 0.5 or 1% off like that's a lot of money it's a and lot then of it money. leaves you with less time and with less capital to really put some time love and care into that sale and really when you're looking at the grand picture of things you want both realtors to be motivated because you want to get you want to maximize the potential of what you can get to that for for that home right so if you cheap out a bit on the staging or if you cheap out a bit on the the videography the photography or you don't put as much attention into it on your socials or you're not um, incentivizing the buyer's agent with as much commission, like that plays a big overall in how many people are going to come to the table and make you an offer on that home, right? So they can essentially lose out by trying to penny pinch on a commission, right? It's,
1: it, it's honestly bad for, you know, the clients to look at it that way because right. also all the money that we make, we put into our business. Like it's not right. like I get these paychecks. I'm like, I'm going to go buy 10 bags. <laughs> right, right, It all right. goes to my marketing. Right, It yeah. all goes to my business, every single cent of it. And um. Yeah. That's just the way it is. We get paid like sometimes we don't close deals, right? Sometimes the whole month I I don't close a deal. Yeah. Um and I try and do at least like 4 or 5 a month. That's like my goal. Yeah. Um wow. yeah, I do a lot of leases nice. too. I don't yeah. count those, but right. yeah, like yeah, I try yeah. and do 4 or 5 sales a month because mm-hmm. you know, it's a commission-based job. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's These awesome. checks
1: come in later. We live off of our savings. Right. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. So the fees, so you're talking about like, you know, your costs of what's coming out of that commission besides your broker fees. Mm -hmm. What's it, what's the cost for staging and the photography, like the whole printing up of the house?
1: I use a really great company. I've been using them for years and uh, for videos, for just the video and the photos, I think it's around like 300 bucks, but then if you do floor plans and you know, you do the whole package, it can cost you up to 7-800. Okay. Staging, that also depends on the square footage of the actual property, so it can go up to higher than 3 grand. Okay. But the thing is, you don't even know if you're going to sell the house, right? right. So you're right. paying all this money out of your pocket, right. and imagine you don't sell the house. Right. Right. Then right. you're short like 5-6 grand.
2: Right. 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 Yeah.
1: But yeah. now we, we do virtual staging. So I just did virtual staging for one oh, of my wow. listings. Okay. And it's nicer than real staging. Like when you actually look at the photos, yeah, I got yeah. so many compliments oh, on wow. the staging. I just did the virtual staging. My yeah. client was like, Wow. Yeah,
0: so what's what's the virtual staging?
1: It's like fake furniture. So like okay. photoshopping it. It's like Photoshop furniture, gotcha. but it looks so real. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it's it's really cool because, for example, if you have a den, you can do one photo with a guest bedroom and then another photo with an office so you oh, can nice show them two options. options oh
2: cool with real cool. staging
1: you know how difficult that would be yeah, to just yeah, move yeah, all yeah, that yeah. furniture right. around
2: right 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 yeah right. oh that's so. awesome nice. very mm-hmm. cool yeah and what do you feel that does that that's done for you in regards to you know appealing to the client
1: um my clients really like it yeah but if they prefer you know real staging that's fine too mm-hmm. um i just don't think that if you're doing a basic condo and it's an investment property for a client yeah i don't think it's a big deal to use virtual staging yeah. you know people get the picture it's 650 right. square feet like you don't need to bring this whole truck over and and, and start staging a condo right the virtual yeah. staging shows people okay this is how i could live and, and they're good with that
0: yeah what's the difference in cost between the virtual staging versus Your actual staging.
1: So with virtual staging, it's usually twenty bucks a photo. Okay. Um, but if you have twenty five photos, that's twenty times twenty five. Yeah, it still adds up. No, no, of course, still cost.
0: Do you stage yourself, or is there a company you use, or is like depending on if it's a condo versus a house area specific?
1: So area that's important. I work everywhere. Right. Sometimes I'll have a listing two hours away, and the staging company I use will not travel that far it right. really really depends same thing with the photography I've right. had like issues where I had to find um, a photographer and Barry let's say because my guys couldn't they don't want to go out there right, right. Um, even if you pay them extra to drive out there they won't do it but so I use different companies I don't stage myself okay. I am really good at it though but who like I don't really have the time for right. it yeah you know, it's, it's hard because I have other clients have other things to do. You yeah. just hire them to do it, and they do a great job, and the photos are ready, and yeah. it sells. So yeah. <laughs> it yeah. works.
2: Yeah, good yeah. on you for doing that and the, mm-hmm. leaving the experts to do what they're good at. Exactly. And focus and stay on your lane, and everyone's happy that way, right? And you get the best, the best product, right?
1: I mean, you can yeah. still be a one-stop shop, um, you know. You guys are my mortgage brokers. I have yeah. a staging company. I have lawyers. Yeah. I have home inspectors. I don't have to do everything myself as much as I really want to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to focus on one thing, and I yeah. realize that's how you really do become successful when you do one thing at a time.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Just hone yeah. in and be the expert. Yeah. yeah. On that. You can't be the best. At yeah. Everything. Jack of all trades, master you, of none. You can't. I
1: <laughs> wish. Yeah. I always thought that I would be able to do everything, but yeah. yeah.
2: Find it interesting too. On your socials, you do go in to speak about. Um, every aspect of the real estate business so mm-hmm. you'll touch up a little bit on brokering you'll touch up a little bit on staging a little bit on design a little bit about you know what an economist would touch up on in mm-hmm. regards to the overall market and you, you kind of hit the tip of the iceberg with all the subjects which is good you're providing general knowledge for your clients and i notice that you do that and good on you kind of thing, yeah knowledge right? is yeah. power i'd love yeah, to yeah.
1: educate everyone as much as i can but i always put disclosures like Please like follow up with a mortgage broker. Like don't take my word yeah. for this. I yeah, can't yeah. really give you advice. Like yeah. right. a lot of people ask me about, you know, capital gains tax or I'm like, you need to speak to an accountant. This is what I can tell you. This yeah. is what I know. Yeah. But please follow up with your accountant. You yeah. know? Yeah, good. You can't okay. really give advice on things that you're not right. fully you know, sure about. Yeah. so Absolutely. Because then they
0: take your word for it. And like, well, you exactly. all told me this. And yeah. I, 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 mean, why I my can't, I can't be like responsible for exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. No, Absolutely. Now after coming off, I'd say probably two hot years mm-hmm. in the real estate market. Yeah. Where do you think the, the market's going from here?
1: When COVID started, The market got weird, I'll be honest with you. It's been fluctuating so much that, you know, if you ask a real estate agent what's going to happen in the summer, they can't tell you. And if they do tell you, they're praying to God that they're right because they actually have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A lot of my clients are like, I want to sell in the summer. Like, do you think it's going to be as crazy as it was in January? I'm like, unfortunately, I'm going to have to let you know probably around like June, July, because we don't know. It changes every three weeks. It's like. And people are, are trading real estate like the stock market. It's not even normal. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's true,
2: it's true.
1: So where do yeah. I see it going? Um, I think that we're going through a major housing crisis. Okay. Um, it's been messy. I hope that it does stabilize. I mean, when I saw um, inventory going up and things slowing down and buyers actually able like being able to secure things, I'm like, OK, you know, this is a good sign. Yeah. Do I think it's going to last? I don't know. Mm. Right. Every day it's a new situation. Yeah. What if yeah. we go into another lockdown again? You never mm. know with Ontario. And we're already like in a crisis. Yeah, And yeah. we have a lot of recovery to go through and inflation. and You know, we can go on for hours talking <laughs> about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. everyone knows that we're in a pickle right now. I so. think
0: it's a great, the, the great correlation you made was that's like the stock market
1: it is could be this
0: you know 1.1 today 1.15 tomorrow yeah back down to a million fifty so yeah it was never like that before
1: COVID it was was normal like real estate agents would travel between December and January because it would be a dead market yeah and then you look at January and February now it was insane yeah it's like hotter than like a spring market (laughs) yeah and now we're going into spring but things are slowing down like it, it just it doesn't make sense right yeah like no one can really tell you what's actually happening yeah and if they do they're lying yeah yeah. So, and that's just the truth. It's true. It's true. Very true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Thank you very much for giving us your time today. We know you're super, super busy, and it's been a pleasure working with you. And we're honored to have you on our show. And yeah, thank you. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. No, It was excited. great talking with you.
0: Yeah. And uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, be sure to check us out on all your favorite streaming platforms, on our YouTube page, and our social media. Be sure to like, follow, share, and we'll talk to you next week.
2: Next on What Would It Cost? something that the lenders need to know is basically they're going to be sending my law firm to me two hundred thousand dollars
0: right right in that example transaction two thousand dollars is going to the broker two thousand dollars is going to my firm and then i'm sending them a check for two thousand dollars for their lender fee
2: where are the checks
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a a big issue
2: a lot of people you know a lot of people now nowadays nobody has checks anymore